Saturday, everybody. It's April 1st, everybody. Happy Saturday. Spring is in the air, except unless you're in Massachusetts where it's friggin' still winter and snows everywhere. That doesn't matter because tonight was a fantastic, very fun and enjoyable NXT TakeOver. Hello, everybody. It's WrestleFania week, day number six. Tomorrow is WrestleMania. Uh, Brandon's going to be here. Joey's going to be here. We're going to be doing WrestleFania live at 4 p.m. But before that, uh, we watched NXT TakeOver in Orlando. And I'm expecting uh, to, to hear from Brandon. You, you should be expecting to hear from him in a little bit. But uh, I just want to talk about the show really quick. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, we had, gee, now that I think about it, we had no belts change hands. None of the belts change hands. I believe I was predicting that um, DIY would, would get their belts back and that Ember Moon would get her belt, get, would win the women's championship. Um, but nope, all the belts for all the championships stayed with their champions. Oscar retained. She did so by kind of Shoving a ref, uh, I don't know if that was a heel move, if she's a heel turn, if she's going to be um, a heel. I've said heel a lot, um, but that definitely happened. Um, the Authors of Pain retained, in which was the absolutely most fun, best match of the night. I mean, the, the, the chemistry that uh, DIY and The Revival have is, is, is uh, off the roof. If you listen to Stern, you know what that means. Um, but they retained. And uh, in, a, in a great match um, to finish off the night, uh, Bobby Roode retains over Shinsuke Nakamura, which to me tells me Shinsuke is moving on, uh, moving on to bigger and better things in the world of NXT. So all the champions retained, but they didn't keep the belts they have been using. They all got new belts. Uh, NXT has all new belts, which are, which are pretty sweet, pretty nice. Some of them seem like they have that exact same WWE shape where they just have a new uh, an NXT kind of um, plaque or, or, or I don't know what, 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 you, what the proper term is. Um, but I don't think they're exactly like, like the WWE, like the Raw or uh, Universal belts. But they're all new and they're all pretty cool. And, and it shows that you know NXT is just going to continue to grow. Um, and they're just investing more into it. They're not just going to keep the same belts for years. So overall, the night was um, was a lot of fun. The show lasted about, what, two and a half hours, I think. Um, it kicked off with the big eight-man tag match, which was uh, Sanity. You know, all those guys. I can't, I can't name all the Sanity people. Versus Roderick Strong, Ty Gillinger. Ruby Riot, and it was supposed to be uh, No Way Jose, but at Access today, he got attacked by Sanity. So we had Cassius Ono come out and make his uh, takeover debut. <clears throat> He's a big fella. And uh, it, was, it was a fun match. Uh, Sanity ended up winning that one, which I, no surprise there. No surprise there. Keep, keep building up Sanity as the big bad guys. 
Um, they made a really cool match with uh, Andre Cien Almas. I can say his name sometimes. Uh, against Alistair Black, who is better known in the indie world as Tommy End. Uh, Alistair wins. And um, the, the, he had a really cool entrance where he kind of... I don't know, he kind of levitated. It looked like he was just rising from the grave. It was really, it was a fun little goofy little entrance that I thought was really cool. Uh, and at that point, I saw people tweeting about how the crowd was being, were being assholes. But that's, that's the international crowd. They, they, they love the sound of their own voices and they love their chants. And, um, you know, you're going to expect that this weekend. Um, the, the third match was the Authors of Pain when they beat The Revival and uh, DIY. And everyone loved that match until DIY went off and they seemed to turn on them. But was, overall, it was a great match. I thought maybe Revival would win the, win the belts and get this huge uh, babyface push. Someone, someone tweeted that. I thought it was a good idea. But nope, nope. Then we stay with the Authors of Pain. Um, and as I said, the Asuka, uh, the Asuka Ember Moon match, I was not, that was probably the match I cared about the least. But it was still a fun little match. Ember Moon impressed me. And um, she didn't win, though. She did not win. I thought she was going to win. Everyone thought she was going to win. And then Asuka pulls this move where she bumps the ref. But I don't understand, you know, in the world of if this is real, kayfabe, um, why that wasn't a disqualification. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, and once again, and then before the big final match, there was a, a little appearance. Twitter, of course, spoiled it because people were tweeting about it seconds before my network caught up to it because that's how it is when you're streaming stuff. Uh, Drew McIntyre was back in the house. Drew Galloway in the independent circuit. He most recently in the WWE was part of 3MB, which was really like a silly, goofy outfit. But, you know, he's, he's gained a lot of momentum and respect on the indies, and hopefully he can bring that seriousness back to NXT would be great that he's an NXT. That would be a good fit for him, at least for now. Uh, and of course, the ending of the night was Bobby Roode and Shinsuke uh, in a nice, tough, uh, strong style. I don't know if that's the proper term, but just a nice uh, kind of brutal uh, match with Bobby Roode coming out on top, gloriously winning. And Shinsuke, I'm, I mean, is he going to show up on, on SmackDown Tuesday night? You know, someone said a great, uh, a great premise where um, uh, Cena and Nikki win tomorrow night and Miz comes out on Tuesday and just goes on and on about how he deserves better and blah, 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 and all these things. And then Shinsuke music hits, hits. I mean, say what you want, you know, oh, Shinsuke deserves better than the Miz. The Miz has been friggin' awesome. And that would be amazing. And it would be the perfect... Remember when they brought in AJ for The Miz? And, I mean, he just... It would be perfect. It would be a, a cool, entrant, a cool uh, introduction to Shinsuke. So I think that would be cool. I didn't get that. I heard that... Oh, I think I heard that on the uh, Cheap Heat podcast. But if it was on... But if it was on the uh, Masked Man show, I apologize. Anyway, I just liked it. So I'm taking it as, as an idea that I like. So that's it. We're done here with uh, NXT TakeOver. It was a fun show. Um, but listen, we are not done at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time because that's the only time that matters. I will be sitting on my couch live on Facebook, live on YouTube um, with my cousins Brandon and Joseph Wrestlebrand and NH Punk on the Twitter. And we will be 
talking WrestleMania from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. If we could find the time to do that. Let's put it this way. The stream is going to be on from 4 to 5. Who knows whatever, what we'll be doing. But at 5 p.m., that's when the pre-show starts. And my goal is to get reactions to just to every match. And we're gonna, I'm going to put together an instant reaction podcast after the show. And then Monday, I am going to sleep in a bit because I'm working from home. The opening day, watch some baseball while I'm working, have it on in the background. And then at night, look for a crazy, crazy, crazy raw. Hopefully. That's the goal. But it all starts tomorrow, 4 p.m. Go to fansnotexperts.com. You'll find the link to our YouTube channel there. Uh, you'll find um, there'll be a link to the to in this uh, posting. There will be a link to the YouTube channel. Please find us. Subscribe. You'll get a notification right before that we're live. Come on, check us out. Uh, you'll get to finally see how fucking handsome WrestleBrand is. And uh, yeah, that's all I got to say. So awesome NXT takeover. Good night, and uh, you should be hearing from Brandon just about now. Hi, this is uh, Mike. It's uh, 12.20 a.m. I am on my deck in the middle of a snowstorm. Um, I would record this inside, but my wife is sleeping and she kicked me out of the house. Um, she said that I watch too many men in underwear wrestling and I said, I apologize for touching myself while I do so. <laughs> um, just kidding, ladies and gentlemen. It is I. The host with the most, the greatest heel on Twitter and in podcast history, at Russell Brandon. Unlike Mike, whose guest tonight is perfectly done. So we are here today to crash and smash and demolish and destroy the dreams of at Russell Watcher for having the best NXT TakeOver post-show. Because I'm already telling you, his post-show is going to be done in hushed tones so as not to wake his wife while his dog is peeing all around him and he's crashing hard from oh, from an overdose of Fresca. <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing because it's true. We are actually awake. We're drinking actual adult beverages because we're actual adults. And we're actually going to talk about NXT TakeOver Orlando. So the opening match, Joe, we have uh, eight-man tag. Well, eight-man and woman tag, mixed tag team match, if you will. Um, Sanity against Ty Dillinger. Ruby Riot. Who making her NXT debut um, in all of her transgendered glory? <laughs> um, who else is on that team? We have uh, Roderick Strong, good old Roddy himself, and a surprise guest that I know you're very happy. Would you like to speak to him? Cassius Ono was the other guy on the team, looking in great shape as he has since he's been back. Um, he makes me look like 
fucking Bobby Roode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as his new jersey isn't quite as tight, and he didn't need to wear another jersey underneath that to hide his flab, so that's a good thing. But he still looked like a great member of the San Antonio Spurs, so <laughs> he's got that going for him. Um, good match, I would say, overall. Uh, bodies all over the place as I kind of predicted. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, I thought it was a good match, kind of a spot fest, but that's kind of what you expect in the opening match, try to get the crowd into it. My one disappointment, though, was Ty Dillinger is the one who takes the pin again. The guy is so over. Can he actually get a victory at some point? I don't care. Even if the team has to lose the match, that's fine. But why does he have to get pinned? Are you sure he's over? I mean, the crowd only chanted 10 after every single thing that he did. Yeah, he's only one of the most over guys in the company, including the main roster. People love him. I, I, I don't know why. Or I don't know why they can't give him a win. I know why people like him, but it's he's got to win a match at some point, though. Joe, you know what I give your analysis? A 10! 10! 10! 10! 10! 10! But Joe, let me ask you this. Raw man took the pinfall to the right team win. I think so. I think Sanity has a lot of potential. I think you know they're a really strong faction, so they should get the win. The uh, you know, the uh, the the babyface team really have nothing in common, so I don't think a win really would have done much for them. It's like they're a the Jobber team. team, you mean? Right. They're not a real team. I mean, you're not going to see Ty Dillinger teaming up with Cassius Ono every week. At least I hope not for Ty Dillinger's. Oh no, might eat him. Any, any chance that Cassius Ono shows up tomorrow night in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal and we all confuse him for Shaq? <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen, Russell Moran. Well, remains to be seen. <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> so <laughs> then the next match, we have uh, a debut match for Aleister Black against my least favorite heel. <laughs> Mr. CN, uh, good match all in all. I was very impressed by Alistair Black. No surprise at all that he went over. Joe, thoughts? Yeah, I was really impressed by Black. Good entrance. He had a, uh, seems like a good gimmick. Kind of, uh, you know, kind of quiet, kind of a metalhead. Little Undertaker in there, a little Finn Balor in there. Um, showed a pretty good move set. I hadn't, you know, hadn't had a chance to, uh, you know, see him too much when he wrestled over in England because I'm not in England. Um, but yeah, I was, we are in Orlando, Florida <laughs> at WrestleMania access right now. John Cena actually just pulled up. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Joe, but this is John Cena here. John Cena, a few words. Thank you, Mr. Cena. All right, Joe, back to you. Actually, it's Lance Catamaran. <laughs> I think, I, I, I think I see Chet Chatterfield too. I'll be right back. I apologize. We're at Southpaw Access right now. <laughs> it's in the bingo hall down the street from WrestleMania Access. Um, so now, after those two opening matches, both pretty good quality, we have three high profile title matches, starting with the triple threat elimination tag team match for the NXT Tag Team Championship. So first of all, before we get into the matches, we had the debut of three new titles, uh, actual physical championship belts. Um, I thought, you know, I think Joe and I are in agreement. I'll let him speak to it in a moment. I think uh, we were talking about when we are watching it live, like they're very nice belts. Took the original designs, made them a little bit more traditional, which I think is very fitting for the modern but old school approach of nxt joe what do you think yeah i thought the new belts look really nice uh i like that they're not 
red or blue in the background. They're a little bit more traditional. Uh, the women's championship I thought was really nice. It's nice to see it not have to be pink and, you know, look like a, a diva's title or anything like that. So, Joe, admit you missed the butterfly. <laughs> butterfly belt was really nice, but I think it's – little more serious now, especially with Asuka holding it, um, but we'll get to that in a few. The uh, butterfly title is the equivalent of having a butterfly lower back tattoo, just saying. Um, but we have we start off, like I said, with the tag team triple threat elimination match. I mean, the crowd was chanting holy shit. I found myself at home saying holy shit on the sofa. The superplex off the top rope to the outside on top of her. I literally, all I could say was, I felt like Brock Lesnar just ended the streak when I saw that move. Um, I think these three three teams absolutely killed it. Um, A match of the year candidate at the very least. Um, It was awesome to see Authors of Pain in there and mix it up with four incredible workers and really see what they were made of. I think think tonight, uh, more so than their domination more so than their undefeated streak more so than winning the belts tonight made them made men what do you think joe i definitely agree what a great match i mean i had high hopes going into the match because i like the authors of pain the revival and diy they never seem to have bad matches but you know sometimes when you have such high expectations you kind of end up disappointed but boy they exceeded even my high expectations what a great match i mean i was we were upset when it was over and any match with the crowd chanting this is awesome what like a minute into the match i mean everyone on their feet uh, hot crowd just uh, what i like to it was a lot of fast paced action but what great storytelling in the match too very logical it wasn't just a wasn't just guys flying around it wasn't a spot fest they told a great story and uh those authors of the pain it'll be interesting to see who beats them because i don't see any teams on the roster right now that i think will beat them so joe let me ask you this follow-up question do we think um, the revival? We saw a lot of teamwork between the revival and DIY. Totally makes sense within the story of this match. Uh, the four men ganging up on these two monsters, trying to top them, trying to get the win, putting the differences aside. Um, do we think, though, long run, um, this is a one off, or are we seeing the beginning of a revival babyface turn? I don't know if the Revival will really turn full babyface, but I can see them having a feud with the Authors of Pain. And even if the Revival acts the exact same way, they're going to be the babyface in that feud. Because Authors of Pain, they're total heels. They have Paul Ellering. Um, You know, if it's them and the Revival, and the crowd actually likes the Revival too. So I think, I don't know if the Revival will even change what they do, but if and when they go against the Authors of Pain, though, they're going to be the faces. Absolutely agree. Joe, one more serious question about this match. Paul Ellering, human or robot? I think he's a robot, but however he's aged, if he found the founder of youth, I want to go there because he looks the same. <clears throat> he managed the Road Warriors 30 years ago. The guy looks the same. I don't know. I've never seen anything like it. I don't know if he was like cryogenically frozen the last 20 years and they just unfroze him to manage the authors of pain and he looks exactly the same because, I mean, yeah. It, people age, right? You look, I can't believe it. <laughs> I agree. Um, so next we had the NXT Women's Championship match. Now, this was the one title match prior to tonight that I predicted the title would change hands. Um, spoiler alert, I was wrong. Uh, 
Asuka still undefeated, still woman's champion. Um, and I got to say, after tonight, it seems like she's full-fledged heel, completely cheated, get the win, pushed the referee. Um, I think this sets up a – I think this is a turning point in uh, the title reign of Asuka. I think Amber Moon now has a right to get a rematch because of the cheating. Um and now we will have a full-fledged baby face against a full-fledged heel. And I think Asuka's days as champion might be numbered. Uh, of course, we'll see how it unfolds over the following weeks of NXT television. Um, this coming Wednesday will sort of be a crapshoot because I'm sure they just filmed extra matches at uh, the show tonight. But, of course, the following week will be the full-fledged, full-sale productions. So we'll kind of really see where the storylines are going in a couple weeks. Uh, Joe, what do you think about all this? Well, like you, I thought Ember Moon was probably going to win, but uh, a part of that was just Ember Moon. She seems like the the only person on the roster now who I think is worthy of being NXT Women's Champion, besides Asuka, obviously. Um, So, Joe, are you making fun of Carmella Light? (laughs) Liv Morgan, Carmella Carmella 2.0. Joe, you only live once. Well, that gimmick has lived twice because you got two people doing the exact same thing. Mic drop. Um, I'm going to move on before Liv Morgan uh, files a lawsuit against WrestleMania fans at experts. Actually, I'm just kidding. I would love it if she did that. Fuck both of those things. This is the heel cast, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Russell Brand heel cast. Talking to you. This is I'm joined by my brother Joe at an inch punk on Twitter. We're talking to you, the Russell Brand universe. Fuck Mike. Fuck his website. So, anyways, um, this leads us to the main event: NXT Championship on the line. The glorious one, Bobby Roode, versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Now, I'm not gonna lie. I predicted Bobby Roode was going to win this match. I changed my prediction last minute because rarely does a takeover go by where there's not a single title change. I figured this is the day before WrestleMania. we got to have one title change. Authors of Pain retained. Asuka surprisingly retained. I said, one of these guys got called up to the main roster on Monday or Tuesday night. I My gut says Nakamura, but my brain was telling me maybe it'll be Bobby Roode. And Joe, you kind of put that thought in my head. So talk about that for a bit yeah well i also thought nakamura was gonna win because <clears throat> it's the takeover right before wrestlemania you want to have that big moment at the end you know nakamura wins you can have streamers come down and everybody goes crazy and bobby Roode won <laughs> and everyone just kind of seems a, a bit stunned in the crowd because uh i don't think people really expected him to win i think most people were expecting nakamura to win and it'd be the big you know the big celebration but um it was a heck of a match Again, good storytelling, good action, and uh, it'll be interesting to see where they go from here. Does Nakamura go to the main roster now? That's going to be the speculation. And also, who's Bobby Roode's next challenger going to be? Because I don't see an obvious next in line, like number one contender, this guy who's been you know, being pushed to the moon, and you're like, okay, he's going to go for the title next. I don't see – I'm sure that person – it's got to be somebody, but I don't know who it's going to be. Yeah, we talked about this a lot, too, at the end of the night. No matter who won, we said, who's the next challenger? If this rivalry does not continue, one of them, in fact, does get called up. And really, at this point, Bobby Roode's beat him twice and cleanly. There's really no point to do this a third time. 
Um, Nakamura has been appearing on live events. It seems everything's pointing to him joining Raw or SmackDown this Monday or Tuesday, especially since it's the week after WrestleMania and you always get those call-ups. And truth be told, I'm not sure who else from NXT would get a call-up right now. Um, So all signs to be pointed to that, but like we were talking about who is going to challenge Bobby Roode, which leads me to... My final point, I guess, about NXT TakeOver, we did see a familiar face in the audience tonight. Um, man by the name of Drew McIntyre, the former chosen one who got, uh, let's say, promoted to 3MB um, before being utterly demoted to TNA uh, Impact Wrestling um, as Drew Galloway. Um but in the audience tonight, it seems like he will be coming back to NXT and uh, probably sooner rather than later and rebuilding his name and rebuilding his brand. And, um, you know, so before we sign off, I'll get Joe's thoughts on this as well. Yeah, I'm excited to see McIntyre. I mean, no one ever said he wasn't a good wrestler. It's just he, whatever reason, he really got pushed down. I think he will definitely be a title challenger someday, but they've got to build him back up first. I don't think he's a big enough name like a, Bobby Roode or Nakamura or Samoa Joe, where they can just come in and automatically he's a top guy. I think they're going to have to build him up a little bit. Again, not too long, but, you know, he's got to get a few nice wins under his belt before I think he's ready to main event to take over against the glorious one, Bobby Roode. All good points, Joe, but I have actually one final question because all these thoughts of Drew McIntyre bringing up all these great memories of 3MB and their air guitar playing and their jobbing, and, you know, there's one member of 3MB that we're big fans of here at WrestleFania, at WrestleWatcher, at WrestleBrand, and we tweet you and at SBC73 a lot about hashtag Money Mahal, Ginger uh, Mahal, as he's uh, calmly known, um, made his return to Raw not long ago. Been a little bit lost in the shuffle, to say the least. Um, I still see uh, dollar signs in his eyes, and in his uh on his trunks and uh in his heart and um i'm wondering uh this is you know as your opinion as a professional wrestling fan sports entertainment fan whatever you want to call it um do you think it was a mistake introducing ginger mahal back to the main roster right away not letting him rebuild his brand and legacy on nxt because let's be face let's let's face it he could money mahal could be nxt champion right now tonight if given that chance so what do you think about that joe yeah, well, I think he was just uh, signed to the main roster just due to the roster split. They needed some talent, so they went out and got guys like him and Kurt Hawkins and Shelton Benjamin. They were, you know, he got hurt, but they were going to sign him too. But I got to say, Mahal is money, and now look, McIntyre's back. Heath Slater's there. Three MB, they could be back together. I would love a three MB reunion myself. Um, Joe, one final question. Um, if you ever actually it's more of a comment if you ever question the talent of Jinder Mahal I will smack you in the face I feel like there's a little bit of doubt in your voice there and I don't like it but I'm going to let it slide because you're my brother and it's Wrestlemania weekend and uh, but it's also my show so please watch your tone when speaking about Money Mahal please apologize to the rest brand universe you're the host and I understand and I'm deeply sorry oh, Joe just by saying that, you're officially the new co-host of WrestleMania. Mike is fired. Um, he sucked anyways. Uh, we'll still use his website and uh, 
production. I'm using that in quotations. <laughs> Hi guys, this is Mike. I'm on a deck. My dog's peeing. I can't wake up my wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a jobber. Anyways, so I am Brandon. Follow me on Twitter at Russell Brand. Follow my brother Joe at NH Punk on Twitter. Joe, any final words before we sign off officially? That was a great takeover. I hope WrestleMania ends up being good tomorrow. It's going to be a long one. We'll see. But uh, great start to the weekend. Absolutely agree. And uh, please remember to subscribe, I guess, to what he calls a fans on experts. According to the new logo, it's fans of experts. Um, he's such a dumbass. I hate that guy so much. Like with like every bone in my body, I just hate Mike. And I just, I'm going to smack him in the face when I see him in person tomorrow. But probably also kiss him because he gets me like that. I will admit. Um, anyways, I'm rambling right now. Uh, please, though, follow us on fansonexperts.com. Follow us on YouTube. Follow us wherever Mike's going to post a live show tomorrow. We're going to do a live pre-show. Joe will return. I will be there. We'll be talking over Mike so you can get the entertaining part of the show um, without him really being heard or seen on camera. Uh, I might even have him wear a sheet mask out like the Wyatt family so his face is not seen. Um, it's going to be good. Please follow us. Please join us. Um, we're looking for anybody to listen besides Gary. Uh, no offense, Gary. We love you, but we know you're going to be listening anyways. Um, Sean will listen probably for about five minutes before he makes fun of us and advice us over his house at 630. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So I think I've talked enough. I'm going to leave the final word up to John Cena, who, who for whatever reason is still hanging out with us. Um, sorry, Cena, we ran out of time. Uh, we'll maybe interview you tomorrow for the WrestleMania 33 post show if there is one. Um, Cena, final words. It's time for a throwback, bitches. Peace. That's not experts.